Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. How do we create prosperity? What are the avenues for being able to have an attitude that allows us to live into a prosperity cycle as opposed to a deprivation cycle? And so here's the process I'd like you to consider. Money as a material form of energy can be enjoyed or it can be despised. It can be liked or it can be feared. It can be desired or it can be not attained. It's a little bit like unrequited love or love that's a connection, a desire, money, or love that is attained. Or consider beauty. Beauty is a material expression or emotional attitude of physical form. And that beauty can either be exuded or it can be denied. Let's just take success generally. In whatever way you define your success, you can engage success and create it, or you can always live as if ah, success is out of reach for whatever success you would measure. Well, these and all other forms of energy loops express the two polar opposites of one, the position of prosperity or the position of deprivation. Now, you might consider that you live surrounded by many loops or conduits which flow from you and to you or are clogged. So, for example, notice for a moment how many plumbing lines are currently moving water or waste where you are how many are moving water towards you and how many are taking water away from you? Or consider electricity. How many electricity lines are, are moving power into your devices at this particular moment? And if you have solar power, how much of that energy is being moved back into the network? Or consider radio waves. These are invisible, but they are carrying sound and information both to you and actually away from you. Imagine that all of these and many more lines extend from you. They are for your use and for you to share. And that they also loop into others for them to use and be helped by and also for you to receive from you. If your cell phone is sitting near you, text someone right now. You just sent out from your side of a loop, one of many loops that are available to you, a message. Someone will likely receive from your message and from their side of the same loop. So that's the loop between you and that person. If your message is wonderful, that other person will receive something wonderful and likely will send you a tangible text or a thought message containing something wonderful as well. If your message is irritating, well, guess what you're likely to receive back, right? It's pretty reasonable. It's understandable. So now many prosperity writers discuss the exact same idea with wonderful inspiration and metaphors to help you convert all of your life into prosperity, moving out of the dilapidated slum of deprivation. You might enjoy reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad by author Robert T. Kiyosuke or Tony Robbins, who has many can-do attitude books that are reflected in his seminars and, and his 
incredible YouTubes and, and things of that nature. Or consider the master hypnotherapist and international speaker, Dr. Shelley Stockwell, and one of her many humorous and profoundly usable books, including her hypnosis, How to Put a Smile on Your Face and Money in Your Pocket. Possibly motivational speaker, Joe Vitale, would be someone you would consider looking into, both on his YouTube and his very available online eBooks. Or one of my own prosperity chapters you might consider that available in your soaring phoenix or in the spiritual guru's spiritual paths your choice. In both of those books, the prosperity chapters related to material and physical advancement are in the end of the book because spirituality becomes such an avenue for prosperity thinking. Let's quickly look at one of many of Joe Vitale's money-making ideas as it helps us understand and consider our attitude toward money specifically and actually toward creating prosperity in every aspect of our lives. Joe Vitale in his presentations about money attitudes explains that money, as with all energies and all relationships, uh, follows interactions. For example, money from Joe Vitale's model is an energy which flourishes within attitudes and actions of, one, freedom, two, speed, three, attention, four, appreciation, five, energy, six, circulation, seven, respect, and eight, mission. For example, on his eight, when he talks about that money is an energy which appreciates freedom, consider that money will flow better if it has fluidity, fun, expressions, and enthusiasm associated to it, as opposed to dread, hoarding, keeping, penny-pinching, and things of that sort, which tends to tighten the energy associated to money. How about speed? That if you are acting upon opportunities with quickness, with taking advantage of those gifts of opportunities that come your way, with speed and alacrity, you're giving into the energy that's coming your way, moving back the energy that goes out, and he believes that's an energy that relates to making money. How about attention? He says that money likes attention. It wants time. It wants understanding, thoughtful connection. It wants to be attended to. And therefore, those individuals that understand money try to comprehend and attend to what it is that money needs in order to grow. That's true with anything you want to produce in your life. Or how about appreciation, an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness? So that anything that money gives you, you can feel a gratefulness or to or thankfulness. And that money allows that type of ease or comfort or that accessibility. So that sense of gratefulness to the money as opposed to that sense of hating or dreading money. Or how about the attitude of energy or the experience of energy that produces actions, attitudes, beliefs, connections, and thoughts. There's lots of moving in that direction. Anything you're putting your energy into is likely to loop energy back into you. Six, he mentions circulation. And he's talking about how you keep money in the, in the avenue of the giving and the receiving and the investments that produce, produce capital or the way of anchoring prosperity in that what you give and get, you can also purchase and buy or you can contribute and then you can also receive. You can get paid for your services and you can get serv- give services for free and then get some sort of consequence back. He certainly does practice that. Because even in these bits of information, he provides free on the Internet. 
Enoch talks about respect, and respect is the ability to recognize money and its values and what it can contribute. So you have a sense of respect as well as respecting yourself. And finally, he says mission. So that if you have a mission, most missions require some sort of financial investment. And so you recognize that money is intrinsic to missions to a degree and maybe to a very large degree and that you're not troubled by that but that instead you see that money becomes a pleasant partnership in you being able to fulfill different missions. Well, this is Joe Vitale's idea of money and what money likes, and therefore the eight different mudras or mantras, which we'll discuss in a moment, that if you embrace them in association with money, you can move from a deprivation idea into a prosperity idea. Well, these mentors each in their own way, in their own metaphor, with their own systems of thought, want to move you away from deprivation. And that's what we're about to do right now. So let's move into the next step. We are going to move from a deprivation model of consciousness to a prosperity model of consciousness, which will govern you to be able to create what you want, need, desire, value, and respect. From my perspective, prosperity mudras or mantras are your actions, thoughts, words, or emotions, which you create, which you act upon in smaller, big ways, and you repeat. And you repeat them often in conscious and subconscious or unconscious ways. In contrast, you and me and everyone else can align with deprivation model consciousness. Adopting a mindset of deprivation sounds like a terrible attitude or a tool by which to govern your life or decisions, right? You would not knowingly pledge yourself to groom deprivation, right? But we oddly do, which we will now consciously change using three exercises. First, though, I want you to consider what you consciously, what you consciously do create corollary or in alignment with a deprivation model. First, consider. Just consider the the hilarity, the paradox, the complete lack of logic as to why we would invest in the deprivation model. First, would you go to a seminar that would teach you how to avoid being loved or would teach you how to be rejected? Would you go to a seminar that would avoid teach you how to avoid being helpful or teach you how to hurt others? Would you go to a seminar or read a book that would teach you how to avoid being happy or would teach you how to be miserable? Would you go to a seminar or read a book that taught you how to how to avoid connecting to others or would teach you how to be lonely? Would you go to a seminar or read a book that would teach you how to not be successful or would teach you how to fail? Would you go to a seminar or read a book that would teach you how to avoid being healthy or would teach you how to be sick or ill? Would you go to a seminar or read a book that would teach you how to be poor, how to not make money, how to avoid being rich? Would you read a book or go to a seminar that would teach you how to not live life with a purpose and how to avoid anything that looked meaningful? Would you go to a seminar or read a book that would teach you how to avoid being beautiful, but instead would teach you how to be ugly? Would you read a book or go to a seminar that would teach you how to avoid being admired, but would teach you how to be repulsive? Would you go to a seminar or read a book that would teach you how to avoid being peaceful and instead would teach you how to be stressed and tense? 
Would you read a book that would teach you how to avoid being recognized by others when you're in the midst of trying to market yourself? Would you go to a seminar that would teach you how to remain invisible as a way of marketing yourself? The answer is to these 12 dimensions of life are, of course, no. I would never seek out a class or a guru that would teach me how to live in those limelights of deprivation. However, you, as your own guru, as your very own mentor, you daily meditate and you daily embrace mantras and mudras of deprivation. Your daily mantras of deprivation are profoundly activated each and every time you deflate your enthusiasm, each and every time you diminish your value, each and every time you decide you lack what it takes to do something you know is core to your joy, each and every time you deny doing something that's good for you, each and every time you listen to those who teach you how to live by fear or teach you about your, how you should be ashamed or embarrassed or make you feel small or detestable or teach you how to fail or teach you how to not apologize when you've hurt others or not be thankful when others have hurt you. Every time you don't do any of those things or you do those things in reverse of what you know is right for you, you are your own worst guru and consider that you are your own guru. For example, gee, you are you. Gee, you are you. Guru. But let us now convert the deprivation mantras to prosperity mantras. Ready? This will take only a few moments, and as you repeat this cycle, it, of course, will be easier and easier so you can tackle bigger and bigger prosperity goals. Here we go. Exercise one. As we raise our awareness and learn prosperity mantras, Mantras, by the way, are things like words, thoughts, vibrations, emotions, and beliefs, things that you would use in a very still-minded or very created form of meditation. Mudras are actions and deeds. And mudras can be in the form of your bodily movements, such as in yoga or hand movements, or they can be in the mudras of the actions that you get, like you give to the poor. That is a mudra. Um, or that you eat a certain way. That's a type of mudra. So those are the actions and the deeds. So we want to learn those prosperity mudras and mantras. And we need first, though, to listen to what we think, say, and believe are our own deprivation mantras or mudras. These type of deprivation mantras and mudras govern our actions. They govern our thoughts, our beliefs, and our words. And actually, they perpetuate our lack. They create our lack. Oh, so here's a poem. The luck of lack lurks in the uck of unpleasant muck you self-create. Oh, forgive me that little titty, but it's just a way of remembering that we create our own lack. So, but is lack your goal? Is lack what you value? Is lack your purpose and mission in life? Uh, chances not. But nonetheless, listen to these deprivation model mantras and mudras as examples because you're going to write some of yours. So here's one. Oh, I know I will never be beautiful, so I will avoid photographs or I'll avoid being in public so I won't have to feel ashamed or embarrassed with others. Or, I know I will never be financially well off, so I'll just have to settle and be grateful for what little I have and I'll just make do with what I have even though it feels kind of depressing. Or three, 
And since I have been abused in previous relationships, I've seen that such hurtfulness lurks in almost every future relationship. So I'm going to avoid all people. I'm not going to get close to anybody. And that will be my way of keeping myself from being abused in the future. These are just three examples of deprivation mantras, and you have your own. Now, there are more hidden from obvious awareness is the fact that what you think, believe, speak, and how you act sculptures how and what the universe provides for you. Or on a more local level, you directly and indirectly sculpture your opportunities and your surroundings that of the people and the events in your life. You sculpture that directly and indirectly. You, whether you know it or not, dwell in many energy exchange loops with a multitude of others who are in those energy loops too. Those others include energy loops of money, people, or events. As you contribute, give, you create a wave of energy that flows outward, which impacts those other energies. And as you open yourself up in thankfulness or awe or admiration or excitement, which is receiving, you are interfacing with the energetic loops around you. These are energy loops that you can participate with as a giver and a receiver, or you can clog and close those loops by giving and receiving nothing. Let's apply this to love. If you are giving up false admiration, you will, will suspicion what others give you and consider them as false admiration as well. You will only be open to the reception or your perception of what you give out. In this case, false admiration. This is an example of a deprivation loop or a clogged or closed energy loop. If you give out genuine heartfelt respect, you will receive and be open to receiving that genuine heartfelt respect will flow back somewhere and from some source within your many energetic loops. And this is an example of a prosperity loop. If you invest money wisely and give money thoughtful study and respect while you're investing money and somewhere in the energy loop of life, the energy of money will be invested back into you. This is another prosperity loop, which includes the mudras of studying and investing and the mantras of respect and thoughtfulness. Before we go into exercise two, now it's time for you to write down those things that you are pretty sure are your deprivation acts and your deprivation words, thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. In other words, your deprivation mantras and mudras. How do you pronounce to the world? that you don't want good things. How, how do you do that? What's your yuck, your uck, your yuck, your muck that you create that totally affects your luck in life? So pause this for just a moment. Do it quickly. Just choose something simple to think about that you really, you know the outcome is not what you like, and therefore you probably do something that actually contributes to that outcome. Well, welcome back to exercise two. Ready for the exercise? It's more pleasant and it's more dynamic than the first one that you've done. And we're going to spend a lot more time now creating the mudras and mantras of prosperity, which is what you want to focus on. But you have to come to terms with your own honest contribution to the things you don't like about your life. But that's actually a very cleansing and clarifying step. Exercise two is about recognizing those times where you are already walking within the prosperity model. 
During this particular step, you're going to look at what it is you currently enjoy. What do you have in your life which makes your life easier? Makes your life more peaceful, doable, fun, pleasurable, happy. What do you do in your life currently that makes your life more fluid, free, lively? What in your life do you have currently that makes your life very meaningful or have a moment or a lot of moments of passion? What in your life creates moments of love and connection? And what in your life do you really hold on to as being helpful or progressive? And how about those things in your life that you do that are healthy, that do breed attractiveness, that you're attracted to yourself, another thing to be attracted to as well, and also breed an overall sense of success. You have many, many of these prosperity mudras and mantras already in effect in your life. The fact that you even reached out to listen to this, or have read books, or you feel the urge to do something for yourself, that urge in and of itself is a beautiful mantra, an emotional experience that you care about you, and that's a prosperity model consciousness. So here are a few more examples of prosperity model that are all about appreciation. One, I love writing. I enjoy and appreciate the following. I appreciate the time, my racing thoughts, my intelligence, and the computer, which enables me to write quickly and often. I love my peaceful, beautiful home and all who live in my home and all who have contributed to the wonderful surroundings of my home, including myself. I love my profession and appreciate my education, my mentors, my clients, my office space, my marketing opportunities, the tools my profession has discovered to help others. I love participating in the energy flow which exists between those helpful tools, myself as a psychologist, a counselor, energy worker, and hypnotherapist, and my wonderful clients so we can all flow into even more vibrant living. I love my children and appreciate their creative their intelligence, their humor, their diligence, their care for their well-being, and their connection with me. I love that my physical body enjoys exercise, movement, sweating, stretching, exerting, and strengthening on a daily basis. All right. Those are prosperity model statements that are about the things that inspire the feeling of appreciation, the things that work. So now pause this. In just a moment, and I want you to write down many of the prosperity model mantras and mudras, things you say, do, feel, appreciate, that are all about different successes that you have. And in the spirit of thankfulness, you will create reams of paper or many pages on your computer, and you will be able to fill them creating a, a list of amazing qualities, powers that you have that extend from your own prosperity mantras and mudras, things that already fit who you are in your essence and in your life. Now, these are profoundly important steps to take, which you're about to do because of the following. There's four things I want you to realize you're about to empower yourself to do. One, you will appreciate the many, many talents you have to create prosperity. Two, you will stir the deep feelings and insightful thoughts of thankfulness that circulate in your prosperity loops. Three, you will recognize your current thriving prosperity loops, which are fluid, open, giving, and receiving. These open and functioning prosperity loops work without you having to work so deliberately because they're already there. They're already developed. 
they are already functioning. Four, you, in writing this list, it will help you recognize your own prosperity attitudes, your own personal prosperity feelings, mindsets, thoughts, and actions, which you can now begin to use consciously as your own personal tools, as your own personal guru, creating prosperity in all the other areas of your life. These are prosperity mantras and mudras, which you can apply everywhere to what you would like to succeed at. So right now, this very moment, write no less than three prosperity appreciations you currently implement will. Write right now. You can draw them too as well. But move them from thought to form by moving your hand and your arm. And this is just that from thought and form and feeling it's kind of abstract into something that is a mudra. It's an action it's making it so that you can say, yes, that's me. Oh, by the way, one prosperity tool, you will notice that you do use, but probably not subconsciously, is the prosperity tool of immediacy. That would include things like you act in the now. You are quick. You, are, you act deliberately. You act repeatedly. So notice how quickly you act in the now upon those prosperity items you are about to list. Notice that it is the immediacy with which you move right into the energy loops associated to what you succeed at. The actions open you so that you can receive too from those energy loops. Your immediate actions might be small, they might be quick, they might be even momentary, but they are immediate. In addition, they're also repeated. When you find yourself saying, later, or maybe, I'll get around to it, I hope I can fit that in, then you know you have clogged, at least temporarily, one of the energy loops that have come your way. If that idea, that opportunity has come into your lap, and you postpone responding to that energy loop, then you have closed the energy loop. You're going to have to work to open it up harder at a later time, and of course, Time management is, of course, a reality, but nonetheless, you must be aware of how you've received an energy opportunity, and you may or may not take advantage of it. Own it and recognize when you refuse to take advantage of those opportunities, which are all about your prosperity and success. Okay, come back as soon as you've got a list of your amazing talents and tools. Don't take a long time. A minute or two, because we're going to go on to exercise three. We're almost done. Well, welcome back to exercise three. I hope you really enjoyed getting to know the wonderful side of you that's already invested and capable of living in prosperity. Now, let's convert the information you found in exercise one, which were your deprivation items, into prosperity uh, list. Let's convert them. They're going to be three exercises that we're going to do, three steps, and they're fairly easy uh, to learn. So you're going to take one of your deprivation models, and we're going to move it into resembling your prosperity model. First step that we do. Okay. You're going to, going to reward. You simply reword. That's a, a mantra approach. Reword one of the items in your deprivation model and reword it as if it's going to turn into prosperity. Let me give you an example. I'm going to take one from above and it says, I am not beautiful. And that converts into, I really appreciate how my eyes sparkle and my sincere open smile radiates. 
And I feel really good when I can share those beautiful expressions of who I am from my beautiful soul and face with others and see them respond with warmth and ease in return. And today, I'm going to smile and I'm going to gleam from my eyes many, many, many times today, no matter who I greet, including every time I catch a reflection of myself. I'm going to smile warmly and gleam from my eyes. So that's an example of converting I'm not beautiful into aspects that you know are beautiful about yourself. Simple, very important. Step two. Since your movement from lack to prosperity will take a succession of actions and changes, like more complex, now you want to make plans or have plans for several actions. And those actions and changes which you will implement will be things that you will practice starting in this very moment and then throughout the rest of the day, this week, and the next 21 days or more. Okay, for example, we're going to take the idea, I know I will never be financially rich, and we're going to convert it now into prosperity thinking. So here it would go. Today, in example number one, for example, today, to celebrate my richness, I will share an item with someone three times, such as a book. I will share an item with someone like half of a sandwich, or I will share a funny YouTube that I enjoy, or I will share any money that I find on the sidewalk. So the, the mudra is the sharing, which is an expression of I have something to give bigger than me. I have something to share, which opens the loop of sharing and then later receiving. I've received enough to share. I share, and then I'm now open to receiving. Next example. Today, right now, and within the next two hours, I will take the surplus change hanging around my house or in my purse, and I'm going to create a box where I save surplus money until I have enough to invest. I'm thinking that I might invest and buy a stock, or I might buy one of those tools I need that I could use to make money, or I might buy something I think I'll be able to sell for a profit. And that is an example of a collection of mudras, what I'm going to do with the money. I'm going to do the saving of the money. I'm going to find the extra money that's just being useless and wasted or in, in, in my space and I'm going to save it. I'm gonna I'm going to grow it. So it's like planting a plant and watching it grow. And then I'm gonna grow it towards some goal. I'm gonna think about what that goal is. That thinking is a mantra. And the goal is a mantra. And then as you think, okay, I'm going to do these things and now you're thinking about the mudras associated to what you're going to do. And now you're making money productive and you're making your ability to collect it, to move toward production that will be an investment that will create more money and more production for you. And now you're in the loop of creating. Okay, let's go to the third example. Today, I will use all the free tools on the internet such as YouTube, blog talk, radio, Twitter, email, connections, etc. And I will prepare three wonderful services for which I will charge money. I'll also grant some discounts in order to inspire that. And I will put that on the internet today in all the free ways that are available to me. It's free to join the Facebook. It's free to have an email to your friends. It's free to text. It's free to do YouTube. It's free to have blog talk radio. You do not have to have money to do any of those things. And therefore, you can prepare a service 
which you can charge money for and advertise in those regards. And just start the process of declaring to the universe, open up your side of the loop. This is what I'm going to create that's aiming to earn money that I'm now going to broadcast out to as many free sources as I can. And I have spent no money, only time and the confidence that I can start to do something about my situation. So these are three examples of moving from changing your, your deprivation ideas and actions into prosperity ideas and actions. Step at a time. Okay, now it's step three. Whatever you decide to do in step two, you must act immediately, quickly, efficiently, and with complete resolution and determination. It's best to do before you contemplate it. It's best to act before you discourage yourself or think about all the reasons why you can't. Do, feel, think, plan, and do some more. This is another part of the energy loop. You already have a flow existing, and when you are in the process of deliberately doing something, actively feeling and thinking and planning, and then creating the repetition around that, then you are creating the process of you knowing that you're in the flow. You're not thinking about the flow. You are in the flow. So this last step is a part of the creation phase of energy work. And if you feel a lack that you do not like, then remember the fullness of what it feels like to be doing those things that you know are already in your prosperity model, how great it feels to have those things working so well for you, and then consider breaking down whatever prosperity issue you wish to have open to you that comes from your deprivation list and break it down into steps and then energize yourself with knowing how great it feels to do those steps. This is with the spirit of thankfulness. You are quickly going to begin to implement your plan step by step. You're going to convert lack into the prosperity mudras. Let's practice the process once again using the examples of the unfinished chores. Okay, so exercise one, select a chore that's not finished. Right now, I have a few dishes in my sink that I enthusiastically left there because I wanted to write this up so quickly because it was coming to me. I wanted to do it in the immediate sense, but it's an unfinished chore. Remember a chore recently finished and how pleasantly the finishing of that chore felt. I changed the cat litter house. It's smelling good. I do that twice a day. And I, and I love that it smells better and the cats are happier and it's just what needs to be done and I don't hesitate. So I'm going to, as soon as I'm done here, I'm going to go do those dishes and get it done and it's off my list. Exercise three, convert your attitude about the unfinished chore into how you will feel once all part, once all or part of that chore is completed. Sorry about reading that on smoothly there. We're going to do it again. Step three. Okay. Do it again. Okay, the third part of the exercise begins with step one. I'm going to convert my attitude, your attitude. You're going to convert your attitude about that unfinished chore into how good it feels to finish it, which I just illustrated. Then, step two, you're going to create a plan of action, which I just told you about in terms of when I'm going to get the dishes done. And I'm going to do it today, and I'm going to do it immediately, and I know exactly when the time frame is. And I can do it, and it is something that I will get done today. Step three, I'm going to do the plan. You're not going to know I did the plan because I'll be done with this recording, but I'm going to do the plan. I have confidence in that because I know how good it's going to feel to get done. Step four, feel the pleasantness. After I'm done, I'm going to feel the pleasantness 
of what is like when I'm done. And, and the feeling of the pleasantness is just so important. When I feel it, when I know it, I will like myself better. I will respect myself better. I will feel satisfied. I'll have that sense of momentum. And I will move forward, and it will make it easier to get the next chore done. I'll enjoy feeling the success, and it will energize me to feel the next success. Here's another example for you. Identify the deprivation item. Okay, here it is. My body feels sluggish and heavy with fat. I feel ugly. Now I'm going to move into exercise part of it, number two. Move into the prosperity model or experience a loop of prosperity, which is already working for you. Okay, here it goes. I remember how fun it was today when I threw the ball with my dog while cleaning her poop in the yard. She loved retrieving and chasing that ball, and I loved seeing her happy with those few moments of fun. I'm so glad I made the time to enjoy her. Energy loop is naturally opened. This is one area of success that a person can go back to and energize them to go into an area that doesn't yet succeed. Exercise three, convert the deprivation item into prosperity pattern. Ready? Here's an example. Step one of exercise three. My dog felt so happy to be chasing a ball, and I love doing that with her. So I am now going to take the same happy, fun-loving feeling and apply that to how I will feel both while I am moving and while I am building my body's metabolism and energy. Step two. Right now and during the next two hours or today before sunset, I will move for 10 minutes. Or I love to dance or walk next to a lake, so I can do that. Huh. You know what? I have a few minutes right now, so I'm going to go do 10 minutes of dancing with that YouTuber I saw who was teaching Ramba steps. Step number three, go do the Ramba YouTube. Go learn those 10 minutes of steps and have fun and laugh while doing it. Then I can go climb my stairs in my house for 10 minutes, up, down, up, down, up, down. And then I can take that really pleasant 30-minute walk with my very happy dog and look forward to that before sunset. Step number four, after each activity, feel the enjoyment, pleasure, and satisfaction, the pride, the energy that I have from having done what I set out to do. Now, here's that famous phrase. I just love it. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> because that's what you do. And the more you get into the flow of prosperity thinking and prosperity action, the more you will actually do it. You will create the you that you want on that one issue that will make you perpetuate even doing it more. This is Dr. Carol Francis. I have so enjoyed bringing this to you. And if you want to read this information, you're more than welcome to read it below in its text form so that you can have that information for yourself. Will you also respond with your successes? to Dr. Carol Francis at gmail.com or right below in the comments section so that we can all grow in each other's prosperity by opening a loop of discussion and enthusiasm about being able to succeed. Take care. Dr. Carol Francis, I'm a clinical psychologist, a marriage family child therapist, a hypnotherapist, and an energy worker, and I could go on and on with all the certifications because I want to be here with as many tools as I can to help everyone live life as vibrantly and enthusiastically as they were made to live. Take care. Have a great day. And succeed.